0: The Valley Hub Stories podcast acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land on which this podcast has been recorded, Gumbangir Country. We acknowledge their continuing connection to and care of country throughout time. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Valley Hub Stories podcast. In this episode, I'm chatting with local Chris Hugel otherwise known as Huey Surf. Chris wears many hats, photographer, parent, grandparent, youth worker, and he wears them all with an attitude of gratitude. Chris has an interesting story, a big life event that set him on a path to finding peace amidst a busy world while still managing to try and do the same for others, I think you'll like this chat with Chris. It's full of wise anecdotes and lots of things to consider. So let's get started. Chris, welcome to the podcast. Thanks, Penny. Can you tell me a little bit about you?
1: Well, it's a long story, but basically I've worked for many, many years, probably for about 30 years as a youth worker and a community worker in the local area, um, particularly in the Nambucca Valley Youth Services Centre. I was the youth worker here under the auspice of Wesley Mission running a program called SANS, Links to Learning Programme, and then it was just generally morphed into managing the youth centre and running a whole lot of programs, including, you know, working with Headspace and um, many other programs in the local area. So the youth centre has probably been my life for about 30 years in terms of thing. now I'm retired. I actually had a heart attack which pushed me over the edge for retirement and now I I basically am still somehow involved in the Youth Centre on the committee and I take surf and ocean photography as a bit of an escape.
0: So how did you get into photography it was just a, a, a hobby you tried out to fill in your spare time or was it something that you were doing beforehand as well?
1: I was always a surfer and I've always loved the ocean. I just spend most of my time actually on the beaches and stuff like this over the years and chase waves. But photography was like a natural transition and when I had the heart attack, I was unable to surf for a few years and so the uh, photography became sort of more the number one thing that I was doing and it mm-hmm. continues to do. And so I take land-based photography uh, beach but also then take it out into the water. So I love swimming in the ocean. So I've um, I morphed that uh, situation where I can um, keep my love of the surfing and but also at the same time um, produce some stuff that I occasionally sell.
0: Yeah. So it obviously took you a little while to recover from that experience.
1: Two years of um, – for the first year I was basically – on the lounge. I was very lucky I died on the beach three or four times. My heart is significantly damaged still but I've had a D-frib put in, internal d so I'm powered by Everedy. Yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah so you know every day is a beautiful day for me and I see life through a, a different viewfinder these days.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So how often would you say that your youth work and photography kind of cross?
1: Oh, I, I take photos of lots, lots of the activities here. Yeah. You know, I, uh, I use my photography skills also as a creative bent. The Youth Centre has always been a very colourful place. You can see it when you come into the place. I, I tend to think uh, just as photography is beautiful, young people are beautiful too. So, you know, it just has a thing where I, the two loves that I've, I've had, which is apart from family, I guess, is um, photography and also working with young people.
0: Mm. What are some of the things that you've learned from, you know, your considerable length of time working in the, in the youth space?
1: Well, I think I said earlier to you when we were be talking before the interview is that communities, particularly uh, communities of disadvantage, such as uh, Nambucca, it's really important uh, for them to work or at least treat the most disadvantaged in a special way. So you have a situation where every community should be judged on how they do that. Mm-hmm. Um, Nambucca is probably one of the highest needs communities that I've worked in. I've worked in quite a few in Sydney and on the central coast, but Nambucca is very special. It's got some in incredible views and things like this, but there's an underbelly of disadvantage. I think that in what I've learned is that um, young people really give back. So if you do work with them over a long period of time, you know, the rewards will come back to you in spades. Yeah. And that's the thing that I've seen over the years. I now see many of those young people I've worked with for 30 years now, parents and functioning people in the community, you know, business people. Yeah, you put in, you get it back.
0: Yeah, that must be incredibly rewarding.
1: It is. It comes with a territory and one of the things from the heart attack is that, you know, I was pretty stressed during that period of time and I started to recognise how stressed I was when I actually arrested. But, um, yeah, there's, there, there is a lot of need, particularly in the valley. So it would be great to see, you know, places like the council, uh, the state government and the federal government really recognise that this area needs a hand up. Yep. If that doesn't occur, then you have the situations where most of the services are outreached. For all the good workers that come down and, and stay here, really, I call them the coffee club workers. It would be much better to have either a part-time or full-time worker in the valley.
0: Mm, yeah, and I guess it's that, that um, consistency of, of knowing that that person is there and they're going to be there next month and they're going to be there next Ooh. year and, yeah, creates that, that safety for young people to engage. Uh, you know, on the topic of, of stress, I guess that photography probably plays a part in how you manage that stress now.
1: Oh, the ocean, you know, if anybody goes into the ocean, one thing that the ocean does is w- wash away stress. You go down to Shelley Beach on any given day and you go into the water and as soon as you come out of it, you feel completely different. Mm. That's always been the case for me. I take photos that, that look at the beauty of the area because there's other stuff that isn't so beautiful. Yeah. And I'm lucky enough, I've put some stuff in the local surf clubs and the cafes and things and people like it. But really in the long term, I think everybody needs to have something, particularly as you get older, you need an escape. or something that you can use that basically takes you to a good place.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I guess you're able to probably share that with young people too in terms of helping them manage their stress.
1: Yeah, well, you know, for many, many years I used to run camps and take young people away on camp. Some of those young people never experienced that sort of stuff before. The ocean was one of those escapes Mm. and we'd take them surfing down to Scotts Head, So, you know, I think everybody needs to have an introduction to the beauty of something and uh, that's what we used to do is take them surfing and the kids, you'd sort of see the stress levels for those kids, you know, just dissolve once they um, were in the border.
0: Mm. Uh, I guess for me I've lived in the valley valley all my life Um, and for me I haven't necessarily seen the ocean as a place of relaxation. It feels like a place that commands respect yeah. because of the ferocity and the un- unpredictability and the it almost feels a bit chaotic.
1: Yeah, yeah. The ocean can be, you know, as I know, particularly with a heart attack in the ocean, it can be quite serious. But I think just as I love the ocean, people love the forests. Mm. Uh, they love walks on the beach without being in the ocean. They love bike riding. Just having a passion is really important thing. Mm. I'm a grandparent now. There's there's a passion, you know, a very tiring passion, but it's a great passion. So everybody's got something in their lives that I think they can go to, and if they haven't, they should try and find what it is.
0: Yeah, definitely. Does it kind of enable you to narrow in and and pick up the things that maybe other people don't see about country about? the land on which we live, you know, the smaller details. Is that kind of what you were referencing when you were talking about it, changing, changing your perspective
1: too? Look, I, I think we're really lucky where we are. Culturally, we're really lucky. This is one of the most beautiful places in the world, but it's also enriched by, particularly by the Aboriginal people that have been here before. If you walk along the beaches and stuff, you would recognise, or I recognise, um, some of the significant areas that are around here and how, how much a beautiful life they would have had beforehand. Mm. To a certain extent, we have stuffed some of those places up and we continue to do that too. But I think um, when I take photos, I'm often thinking about that. You know, I was taking whale photos the other day and, you know, it sounds a bit trippy, but I was, you know, just asking permission to take them, you know, because, you know, there's this thing, spirituality. That's in particularly in Aboriginal culture that we need to discover more of. And so photography is just an extension of some of my beliefs.
0: Mm, Yep. And an ability to share those.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Not everybody can tumble through a barrel or or go underwater and have a look. So, yeah, you know, I I sold some canvases the other day to a 93-year-old lady which was a beautiful picture of Shelley Beach and then uh, another picture of a tube and she just sort of said, oh, it's because I can't do it anymore. Yeah. It makes me stoke when when I manage to sort of give something to somebody that's still loving the ocean.
0: Yeah, it's quite a gift. When we sort of look at, I guess, country through that lens and that aspect of spirituality, that a lot of us don't really slow down enough to understand, I guess from your perspective as as somebody who's experienced the nambuka Valley for quite some time and the community within it, how can you, you know, as a as a busy person kind of lean into that and take note of that and have an understanding of what that spirituality might feel like?
1: Yeah, to a certain extent, one of the things that you know my heart attack allowed me to really slow down when you're really busy. And most people are really busy, particularly if you've got kids and work and things like that. Things just pass you pass and you often don't see the beauty because you're so busy. I think for everybody's sanity, you really need to slow down. There is a, there is a thing that happens, particularly as you get older and you start to recognise there's more important things in life than work and being really busy and stressed and things. The kids know it. You know, you look at kids, you know, they, they know that pace. Yep. So it's almost like a bit of a self-discovery and you need to do that particularly as you get older, you need to do it. But also when you're really busy, if you don't do it, then something will sneak up on you eventually mm. and that'll be health. Most people, if they're living a stressed life, you know, you'll pay the poor at some stage. Mm.
0: Yep, definitely. Well, <laughs>
1: so, yeah. Yeah, smell the roses and go for morning swims.
0: Yeah, that's great. If people want to have a look at your photography, how can they do that?
1: Well, there's another way. It's Huey Surf, it's H-E-W-Y Surf.com. Instagram and Facebook, of course. And uh, the Surf Club, at the moment I've got quite a few of my things with another photographer called Matt Campbell and a young person called Nathan Stapleton. Also got him in the beach house over in uh, Valor and the Thai restaurant and a few other places but if you go online it's probably the best place and and I constantly put up photos and videos and stuff like this every day
0: yeah fantastic well thank you Chris for joining All right, us on
1: good luck with the bub thank you uh, yeah.
0: thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Valley Hub Stories podcast you can check out Chris's website in the show notes we love hearing what you think so please reach out via our socials at thevalleyhub underscore envy or email us at info at thevalleyhub.com.au. Bye for now.